This is where the fun begins. Welcome to the CantoCast, where the geek conversation runs deep and the Star Wars chatter gets deeper. So grab a snack and settle in, because Tristan, Jeff, and Jason are coming at you. We would be honored if you would join us. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Welcome everyone to the CantoCast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And today we have a special guest with us. Um, she really didn't want to be known, you know, for the tumbling slave saber at all. You know, because <laughs> she said she said Corey just give gives her too much crap. So, yep. <laughs> just kidding. It we have M from the tumbling sabers Bridger transmissions, which of course sadly won't be airing anymore since Rebels is over. How you doing, Em? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. <laughs> As we I'm all super are. Super tired. I was say, a little too early in the morning. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is. <sighs> yeah. Podcast times are always, recording times are always interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Like finding that, that one little sliver of time where everyone can get on. And sometimes it's really inconvenient. But hey, it is what it is. The show must That's, go yeah. on. The show must go on. But to today, we wanted to talk about Anakin. We felt like it was just a really good, I, I don't know, discussion topic that we really haven't covered uh, much on Vader, much on really kind of the main driving force of at least um, the original six movies. If not, you, know, you could almost say uh, had a large effect, you know, the new movies and Rogue One. I mean, he, he's all over Star Wars cinema um, and really Star Wars everything. But the man himself, Vader, uh, of course, I think everyone knows the story. Um, and I don't th- I think no, what do. is the story? Tell, <laughs> tell oh, me. No. Well. <laughs> don't start that. Don't play that card. <laughs> that you wouldn't be allowed on this show right now. Yeah. <laughs> but you I was false just a, nerd. I, I think that this is going to kind of go without, you know, saying, but uh, spoiler alert for anyone here who is not, does not know the story of Anakin. <laughs> um, because this is going to be a very, very spoiler-heavy and um, critical review, you could say. Um, so, what what are you guys's? Right, so, what do you guys think of Vader? Do you guys like him because you know he's Vader? Do you guys just hate all villains? Um, what are kind of your general thoughts on uh, Vader himself as a character, at least? Well, um, I mean, I like him. He's he was uh, my first. When I was a kid, he was my first, like, big bad in the movie. So, you know, I really liked him for that. I'm not one of those. Yes, there are some movies that the villain is, like, so bad that you really can't stand him. But with Vader, I always thought he was cool. So, <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. so that that that's why I liked him. Um, I always thought he was just a cool-looking... Uh, villain. I mean, when I when I saw it when I was like five, like it, of course, like my mom said, I made fun of his breathing, but um, he still he still looked very cool. And then of course, as I got older, before the prequels came out and stuff, you always wondered, like, what exactly happened to him and you know what his backstory was, how he became Darth Vader that we see in Episode Four and on. Yeah. Yeah. Well. For me, 
I mean, I like the character, but when you see him coming off a TIE fighter in season two of Rebels, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. That yeah, scene that's was very awesome. intense. So, uh, like, he's just a pretty cool character in general. Very conflicted, I think, but... Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. He's very conflicted, obviously. Um... There's lots of stories to be told for sure. Still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's such. He's just, you know, around for such a large part of like the, you know the known timeline. We can say that uh, that there's just gaps in between each movie, each you know season of television, everything. Um, it's there. There is a lot of Vader. I think still to be told. Now, I don't know if the Vader comics are still coming out, but I think that's probably gonna be the main way they tell those stories. If I had to guess. Yeah, I um, think they're actually stick with the comics. Yeah, oh, we're getting that yeah. book with uh, Thrawn and Vader. Thrawn, so. yeah, there you go. There, there's another one. Oh, I know that book is gonna be so good. I'm so I think it excited. My my I'm personal. So pumped. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my my personal favorite, um, I guess, kind of like piece of Vader content outside the movies that have come out was the uh, the Tarkin, the the Tarkin book that had Vader in it. Um, I think it really portrayed a very interesting side of vader we didn't really or maybe we did see it before but at least i didn't see it before because i mean tarkin kind of had like a, a grip on him and he kind of used him as like a tool which was really interesting to think about but that just shows you a just you know how much of a badass tarkin was and b you know the vader he was he was kind of a puppet when he was in the yeah. empire he wasn't exactly you know his very tippy of the top command he just was yeah, really he, good he was at basically a tool yeah yeah, yeah pretty especially much. in New Hope. Yeah. So, I, I find that interesting as a Sith. Everyone views him as, like, the guy, but really, he's just a puppet for uh, Palpatine. And he really yeah, was from the very it, beginning. It, like, I, there was more of him as Anakin in, like, the Clone Wars. Like, he's commanding himself. He's doing whatever he wants, for the most part. For the reason, yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. um... But then when you see Vader, it's like, where did that guy go? That go-to, I would do this right away, I'm on my way, kind of thing. No, I just wait for orders. I think that, that Anakin kind of died off on Mustafar. At that point, he kind of lost all, like, hope and trust and, uh, you know, all of that. Like, whenever, you know, he got almost killed by Obi-Wan, it kind of just left. I mean, you just feel with... Rage, anger, and sadness, I would say. Well, so at that point, he really just wasn't ever the same. He got well, burnt to a crisp, so, like, his <laughs> personality, I think, just, like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, well, you figure, too, you, uh, like, once he, once Padme died and he thought the baby died, he really had nothing to live for, so he just, you know, uh, retreated further into the dark side and became more of Palpatine's lapdog. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he was, like, of course, very physically crippled, you know, to the point to where he was just, like, pretty much in constant pain mm -hmm. all the time. And, yeah, just kind of turned into this cyborg, you know, robot, barely, you know, more machine than man, just like Obi-Wan said. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, type, type person. Yeah, actually, speaking about Obi-Wan, um, the Lesson 12 Parsecs podcast, he had a little episode the other day about Obi-Wan lying 
to Luke, you know, and if that, you know, ever bothered you that Obi-Wan lied to him. And truthfully, when I first saw it as a kid, actually, I did see Obi-Wan's point of view. I mean, if you think about it, Vader did kill Anakin, the man that he was. He, yeah. he, he didn't want to be known as Anakin Skywalker. He said that man is dead. You know, he is Vader. I think every, like, what he, humanity that was Anakin was killed by Vader in that moment. So, yes, certain point of view, you know, Obi-Wan really didn't lie, but I could see how people, like, you know, got all bent out of shape about that, but... Um, I, I think people were just mad that, like, he kind of, oh, in a way, hid the truth. Because he said, like, Darth, Ma- right. Darth Vader murdered your father. Or that makes Luke think that there's two separate, that Luke and, right. Right. or no, sorry, not Luke, Anakin and Vader are, like, two separate bodies. Right. So he thinks that his father is dead and all that's left is the guy that killed him. Which, I, yeah, because from a certain point of view, that's true. But, you know, Luke probably took it literally. And, like, oh, yeah, two yeah. people had a fight and one of them died. Right. Well, it's, I mean, you know, of course, we didn't get this answer until 2005, but it's like when Yoda says, um, the boy you trained, gone he is, consumed by Darth Vader. Like, that's basically saying that, that any shred of decency and humanity that Anakin had left was gone. You know, w- once he took on that, that uh, honorific of Darth Vader, that was it. He was, Anakin was, ceased to exist. Right. Yes. I mean, back in the confrontation, okay. For me, I'm going to just go back to animation because that's my thing. Anyway, back to the confrontation of Ahsoka and, and Vader. Yeah. That epic fight. He's yes. like, uh, oh, what did he say? I, it was in my brain just now. Um, oh, Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed him. And yeah. he's like, I will avenge your, his death then. I'm like, right. oh, no. No. <laughs> Well, and I like when she, you know, Vader said that's not the Jedi way. She was like, "I'm no Jedi." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Yeah, that was weird. It was like two people that felt absolutely betrayed by the Jedi Order. Still. still yeah, like two different, two different paths. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Two completely different paths. Do you and, think uh, so? But sorry. No, no. Ahsoka had the white sabers, right during during Rebels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that yeah, that's like, it's quite interesting. I re- I really like the lightsabers. On a footnote, there, I thought they looked really good. But um, yeah, yeah. Any- anyways, Ahsoka, yeah. I was gonna say the Ahsoka novel explains how she got the white one. So I need I need to, I need to look into reading that. Yeah, actually, yeah, just read the Ahsoka. They really they actually talk about they talk about lightsaber crystals. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think we'll more of that. I think Ahsoka's a huge part of Anakin's, pers- not personality, but story. She's like the, as Dave Filoni said, she's like the last living link to the mm-hmm. Republic. So he wants to destroy her at all costs, but uh, well, he does a pretty pathetic job, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, if it wasn't for our boy Ezra, I know he, he, he so would have succeeded. Much. 
I, I honestly, like, don't know how I feel about the idea. I'm still just, like, the idea of being able to transfer physical matter through the Force. Like, ever since The Last Jedi has, like, come out, I've, oh, I've still honestly, like, kind of been questioning that. I don't know how, I still don't know how I feel about it. Well, you gotta get out of that, Tristan. All right. <laughs> you just have to accept it. That's right. It's yeah. here to stay. It's canon now. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that should be another. You know, that's another interesting discussion topic. Like the, the the force powers, right? Like different force powers. What we like do and don't like, because like everyone has their own idea of what the force should be. Right. So I don't know. Everyone kind of thinks differently about it, but. uh yeah, it's interesting how like like how rebels have like expanded on so many like different force powers that I I don't want to say like weren't supposed to like actually happen, but like they they just didn't happen during the original trilogy. Just because I guess at that point George was taking the force in a different direction, and then he kind of changed it again with the prequels, of course, and then mm-hmm. he kind of changed it again with Rebels and the Last Jedi. So it's always I guess an, an evolving type of uh, well, thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, in the originals, the Force was treated more like a religion. And in the prequels, it was more like uh, scientific stuff. You know, they were testing yeah. for midichlorians and stuff like that. So, I mean, it is neat to see the different perspectives with how the Force worked, so. Yeah, definitely. And it's weird, because, like, you you would think, like, from the original trilogy, you'd be anyone that's, like, religious in the Force can use the Force. But, you know, according to, the, you know, the Jedi from the prequels, you have to have, you know, the high midichlorian count mm-hmm. or i don't even know if it's has to just i don't even know maybe it's you everyone's a little bit force sensitive but some people are like could more easily tap into it than others i don't know i, I really don't know um because oh now i'm thinking of how dare you all make me think of <laughs> rebels just trying to not mope around my house but he says that the force resides in everyone. It's just you're you've gotta be willing to open up to the possibility, I guess. What like you can still use the force but not be force sensitive in a way that you can man- not manipulate it, but uh, well, we saw her use the dark saber, okay? So Yeah. Yeah. She must have did something there. <laughs> just like uh, kinda like Chura. Uh, you know, we, we don't really know if he's actually force force sensitive, but he uses the force. A lot, right. and he shot down that Tie Fighter with his like. Oh, that was so cool! I love that arrow type thing. That was really really cool, and I think that's like a really good example of maybe you know not like Jedi you know power or like level four sensitivity, but you can still use it, you know, to your advantage in like combat or anything really. So that's yeah, that's I thought that was cool. I thought that was a really cool another again changing up what the Force was. I thought that was a really that's my favorite new force thing was uh just cheer it as a character yeah. it, it really it just really clicked with me it really made sense to me um uh, compared to i guess all the other new like force stuff that's been added just that's just like my personal like i don't know preference i guess mm-hmm. but i guess that's a little bit off topic of vader yeah <laughs> i, I would say but it's valid i think because also anakin's view on the force is like I can save Padme if I turn to the dark side. Ah, it didn't go so well because he ended up killing her. So maybe he yeah. saved her death in a way of, uh, I don't know. That's a really evil thought to me, but hey, we're talking about Vader and Anakin. We can both have our dark and, yep. and light sides. So. 
Exactly. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this the other day, and this kind of like wanted me to, that kind of sparked me to really want to get into a Vader discussion. But uh, and this is more kind of dealing with like, I don't know, kind of like the general outline of the movies, and uh, and George Lucas. Um, so I, I tweeted, Darth Maul is a Sith consumed by hatred. Count Dooku mm-hmm. was a fallen Jedi, and Jonah Gross is a cyborg. cyborg. Darth Vader is all three of these, and is this yet another genius moment of the prequels made by Lucas that we miss at first glance? Because if you think about it, it happens in that order, too. First thing is, you know, he's consumed by hatred. We see right. him build up over time, and it totally just, you know, is, ends up being consumed by it. After that, you know, he's a fallen Jedi. He, you know, is not, no longer a Jedi because of Sith, and after that, and Mustafar becomes a cyborg. I, I, I don't know. I, I just kind of thought that was, like, in a way foreshadowing. But uh, and maybe yeah, another, it could be. And, and another thing that maybe Lucas was—I don't know. I think this could be a stretch. This could be just a complete coincidence. But to me, that's like a very, very uncanny, like a very, very similar co- coincidence to have something that specific. And then think like that's the exact same path that Anakin took, just in one character instead of three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh like that actually is a really good point that is a good catch yeah yeah i mean it's like you said i mean it's it could possibly be foreshadowing i mean i think that's one of the instances where people may not give george lucas enough credit you know that yeah that he actually did have a plan with some things and that in the prequels he planned it out like that yeah because it almost feels like that like each villain was just like a stage and you know something or a stage in like someone's path because um, it was you know the beginning of obi-wan's really whenever he killed darth maul and dooku was really anakin's kind of proving grounds and obi-wan i guess was kind of you know well grievous was kind of like the finishing point of like the separatists and kind of moving on to like the empire so it's it's uh I don't know I, I just thought it was just really interesting to think about it even if it's like a coincidence it's kind of a pretty neat one too yeah, yeah it sucked seeing Grievous die I actually like that character I've yeah always, he was cool I've always yeah. wondered how he would do the Empire I've just always been really curious kind of like what his role would be especially if he's working alongside yeah. Vader I don't know if Vader would, could stand him Vader could probably just crush like kill him instantly <laughs> if he ever got annoyed at him but, well, it'd be the yeah. other way around, because remember how much Grievous took his knuckles and hit his droids? Well, it'd be just like hitting stormtroopers, because they can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That would be interesting. And we also see Vader in the Empire Times just before, uh, at, maybe during Rebels, he's got Inquisitors. Which I think is kind of cool that they are filling that those blanks in. Like, where did they come from? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. different dark side users. Right. Yeah, I, I guess they're not, not like full Sith, right? They're just like yeah, force not users. full Sith. Yeah, just just dark siders. Kind of like kind of like Asajj, because she wasn't like you think about it. Like she wasn't an actual recognized at least Sith. Yeah. Right. But, she I mean, know, if she bathroom. warned the Jedi, if she warned the Jedi about Palpatine, I bet you we would be having a different conversation all together. Because <laughs> I think she knew. Oh, that hairless witch. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Dooku told uh, Obi-Wan about Palpatine, but Obi-Wan didn't believe him. Well, of course, yeah. Obi-Wan probably thought maybe he was just trying to manipulate him over to the dark side right. just to release him. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Obi-Wan Jedi. dark side. Jedi, that Jedi, Jedi. Cool. Kind Cause of. of their own destruction. Yeah. <laughs> they were. They were. This is true. I oh, mean, well. they arrogant and naive so yeah not willing to face face the music whenever it came time to obviously they uh kind of just pretended things were okay when really they were like the complete opposite yeah but and that, that may be some of some of anakin's frustrations because he could see all the faults i mean he, he could and he's yeah. talking to obi-wan about him but obi-wan was even he was a little bit too ignorant to really understand what was actually going on yeah it's that's why I've always said if Qui-Gon didn't die, I really think that, you know, Anakin may not have fallen. No, I, I don't think, I think Qui-Gon would have, just for like, like I, I would say Obi-Wan did a great job training him, because obviously he's a very effective force user, but I think Qui-Gon would have been able to like, give him, I don't know, like a better, a better head, <laughs> a, a better, yeah. a better uh, thinking in like, consequential process. And more of like a kind of like a chill, I would say, approach to things compared to, you know, Obi-Wan. Well, yeah. who knows? Because, I mean, this kid was, you know, raised in the Jedi Order being told he is the chosen one. I mean, if you're told that for 15 years, you're going to get a big head and be like, well, right. well, why can't why can't I just go and take the trials why can't i be a master why can't i do this why can't i do that become frustrated right. Right. with the with the process of everything so, i mean it's possible there. he could have still fallen yeah yeah that's true that is true but then you look at mortis too and how the father daughter and son were like pressuring him to stay because he could control those two mm -hmm. and the father mm -hmm. was like you gotta stay i know you're the only one who can take care of my children after i die like, the balance. What is, yeah, the balance. Yeah. So I think that arc was super important to ev like the whole Jedi mythology of um uh, like just everything, everything. That yeah, that was such yeah. a great arc. Just the animation. And then we see them in Rebels. It goes, goes to show how very important they are. They might, I don't think they're dead. I think they're just reincarnated somewhere. Oh, more than likely. I mean, if, if they are the Force, yeah, they're probably out there somewhere. Yeah. So, you guys have anything else you want to say? I think, uh, Jeff, are we going to talk about the, uh, the Twitter results? The poll? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, coming up. We'll see who ended up taking first. I'm curious. Um, last week's poll was, what was your favorite overall battle? Because the week before we had space battle. So we had the battle over Coruscant, the battle of Geonosis, the battle of Crate, and the battle at Starkiller Base. And battle over Coruscant took it with 42%. Geonosis was second with 26, and Crate and Starkiller Base both at 16. 
Wow. So. That that's a, yeah. I mean, the, the new trilogy coming in last battles that honestly yeah. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> we I don't think anyone's ever argued that the battles that the new trilogy have like the Starkiller base and create right. like the strong points of each movie. But, well, uh, sit back because I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then go ahead. I hope. Uh, are you kidding? Are you kidding or? I I'm, say you're kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so I will force <laughs> choke you through the mic. <laughs> uh, I don't want that. So, Where did your boat go, Tristan? Yeah. But, uh... Wait, did you say... Oh, did you ask for what my vote was? Yeah. Oh, my vote went to Geonosis. Geonosis. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where I, I went, just because... That was like one of the only times you really saw, you know, all all the Jedi there and all their lightsabers just coming on at one time. Yeah, yeah, it, it was truly, it, like, it was like truly like one of the few times you actually see the war. Yeah. In Star Wars, but yeah. How about you? Yeah, Jason? those clones, those yeah. clones iconically coming in. It's not my favorite battle though, but mine mine was the Battle of Coruscant. Okay. Um, I okay. still, I still say that the opening Revenge of the Sith is probably my favorite opening of any Star Wars movie. I just love how they're flying across that cruiser and then they come down over and it just opens on that huge battle. I mean, granted, you don't get to see the whole battle, but it's still, I still think it's visually just amazing. Oh yeah, right. it is. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. The soundtrack too. Oh, oh definitely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, I chose Coruscant too because. Well, uh, I remember being a really, really young kid, and my father had a huge screen. He's like, Emily, I got a surprise for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> so uh, that it's not just a movie. It's also a memory associated right. with that. So that's why, it, it, of course, that takes the edge over Genosis. Well, there's two smart ones on this podcast, and then there's Jeff and Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, savage! <laughs> Which are just, they're just a, a level above smart that you can't even comprehend it. <laughs> oh, mass genius, which I've recently attained. That's a that's okay. We Jason and I give Tristan crap when he's not here anyway, so this is oh. true. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Oh, that. Rebels, new Disney theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were like, oh, I'm Tristan. I hate Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. You're Imperial? Oh my goodness, we Two. should not be friends. I uh, actually jettisoned Brad, the one who's on Dex's diner. He's like, I'm, I'm Imperial and uh, Rebel. I'm like, we have no room for spies. So we're <laughs> you out of here. <laughs> You know, I was definitely cheering for Thrawn the entire Rebels. I will say that. I, I want to Thrawn to win. I want to Thrawn to win. <laughs> I want to Thrawn to win. He is the reason why my dear Ezra is missing. And I'm keeping <laughs> track of his days where he's been gone. And he didn't do his job. That's the reason why Ezra's not pushing daisies right now. <laughs> Thrawn is just pure evil. Thrawn is pure genius and the best oh, okay. thing in Rebels. We're getting fiery. <laughs> Jason and I are just going to sit back and enjoy this. How dare you? You know, granted that Thrawn, yes, he would crush uh, 
Ezra's people with his blasters, but Ezra, uh, you know, uses the Force, and that's why Thrawn will never be able to beat a Jedi. That's not necessarily true. I think that tactics can outbeat the Force no. if they're good. Yes. No. Yes. Look at the Purgle, and look at the Bendu. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, again, it's the circle back around to these force powers that Rebels just creates that, you know, they I've, I've criticized. Like, <laughs> no, I guess they didn't. I guess they didn't. That was a filler episode, and it's not a filler episode. I, I, it was the whole, the whole show was filler. No, it's oh, not. Oh, boy. So, so the poll. Next poll, right? Yeah. <laughs> No. Want to get to next week's poll? Yeah, let's get to next week's <laughs> poll. Let's go ahead. Call, call old. Yeah, we'll truce, truce. Cease fire. I really don't want to talk about Rebels anymore because I don't have very many good <laughs> oh. things to say about it. Oh, my boy, Ezra. Very <laughs> cute. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Well. That there, there's always a first for every podcast. Yeah, <laughs> first debate over you know just two different sides of rebels. Yeah, viewership I would say, which is fine. That that's what we need in Star Wars. Anyway, you know we need we need we need different different uh, yeah. thoughts and you know and as long as everything. it doesn't resort to violence, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which it almost did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really, really, that scared me. I. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> My reputation suits me then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, and this is why I wanted to have him on the show. <laughs> what? What? You were hoping that I would say hero. something anti-rebels, and then it would just create like a spark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're setting me up, Jeff. Is that is that what this is? is that, this that, it was a setup for for J- Jason I's entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I see how that is. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be Young coming back with something. I'll be coming back with something. <laughs> just you just have to invite a Jar Jar hater on here for me. Oh Whoa, boy! No, don't hate Jar Jar. Why so don't? Innocent. We haven't. So oh innocent. man, we haven't gotten Hello Greedo fired up about Jar Jar on the show. He's been on twice. Oh, that's right. We haven't, have we? I. Uh, but you know he'll, his his views kind of changed. He's not like so like anti prequel as he was five years ago, six years ago, whenever he started the channel. But uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, he has had some like if you thought me hating rebels right there was like ultimate Star Wars <laughs> hatred, you should see Hello's Greedo's old views on the prequels. Oh man, that's in a whole other league. <laughs> you are just upsetting. I can't believe you. Rebels is like my call. <laughs> what got me into podcasting, and you're just like squatting on it like mud. I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah. I, I guess everyone just has. I don't know. I, I, I I'm not gonna say anything more about Rebels because I don't. I don't want to upset our guest any further. <laughs> because I, I actually really do highly respect our guest's opinion. I really don't want to disturb the, uh, the, the yeah, disturb the peace anymore. So I'm just gonna well, shut I'm up about Rebels. I think. I'm the keeper of the peace. You're the disturber of the peace. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. On to the next poll, Jeff. (laughs) Let's see if I can remember it after all that. (laughs) Um, How about your favorite Rebels character? 
<laughs> well, I definitely won't be joining into that discussion. Actually, no, I could. I could. I could talk about how much I like Thrawn. No. No. <laughs> he's not a rebel. But he's in Rebels. He's okay. not part of what was the what was the group called? Phoenix Squadron? Is is that what they call themselves? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. he's not part of Phoenix Squadron. He's like he's still you know a very like large part of their story. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. breaks yeah. my heart. They shot into space with the space whales. <laughs> and I have something to say about creatures using hyperspace too, but I'm not even going to say it. So. Oh, don't you dare! <laughs> I'll convert you into liking rebels. I'll work at it. Oh no! Yeah, you don't know how anti-rebels <laughs> this this co-host is. <laughs> <laughs> Christian's going to be getting a buttload of Rebels gifts on his Twitter page from him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to bring out, like, a him. whole, like, Rebels fandom army to, like, attack my Twitter feed and just spam it with Rebels? Well, I got Pops. I got uh, Lego. I've got figurines. I'm pretty sure I can <laughs> figure out a couple other things why you should like Rebels. Oh, yes, I got a pretty awesome wall full of Rebels artwork. I'm loaded. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of artwork, I, I do need to order. I have a uh, a little like uh, like a poster set or print set of like all the movies. I need to get mine for the Last Jedi because I just want to complete all nine once the you know all nine episodes come out. But maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll just take all the sequel ones down and just keep up the original six. We'll see. We'll see how nine <laughs> is. We'll see if the trilogy can be revived for me or save. I should say. <laughs> Not revived, it was dead from the beginning, but... <laughs> um, anyways... Yeah, that's true, though. We ready for the real poll for next yes, week? Yes, 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 let's get on. Let's get on with the show. I came up with, who is your favorite Luke? New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens slash Last Jedi, because, you know, he was only in... Force Awakens for 30 seconds, so... Yeah, he's basically... Those two could be combined. Yeah. I already know my favorite one. Yeah, I think... Well, yeah, I, I think don't know. I, do I think I do, too. Yeah. You, Jason? I think I know. Alright. Should we discuss... that Now we're on next episode, once the poll's over. Mm-hmm. It's up to you guys. Um... Why don't we just discuss them when we go over the... Yeah, yeah that, that sounds good. Sounds good. That's what you do, guys. That's what you do. Well, actually, <laughs> since Sam's a guest, she can tell us who, who she's oh, going to yeah, vote. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, see, I get the right to pastors. And see, rebels are number one. Um, <laughs> uh, well, it's definitely Return of the Jedi, because you just see a mature Luke willing to do what it takes to keep his friends safe. And, Saves his father in the process, and then for dies. So, thank the gods, thank the Mortis gods. <laughs> yeah, at, at the height of his Jedi powers is right there. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. at his prime. He's at his prime. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'd like I've... to see him have a girlfriend, but on screen. But I don't think that'll ever happen. Nah, probably not. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, with that, should we move right into the Geek Cave? Sure. All right, cool. sounds good. So I think the topic we chose was our top five or just our favorite comedy movies, ones that we can always, always laugh at. So if you guys want to talk about... Um, Jeff, if you want to start talking about you know your favorite comedy movies, we can just kick it off from there. Sure. Um, of course, I have... You know, since I'm a big fan of Corey from the Tumbling Saber, I, you know, have honorable mentions, which also can be classified as loophole. So, um, a couple of my honorable mentions are Strange Brew. Oh, yeah, Strange Brew. I completely forgot about that movie. <laughs> Gosh, it's such a cool movie. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to comment on everything. I just took my mind instantly. And... Another honorable mention would be Fanboys, just because I just saw it, like, last month, but <laughs> I have watched it already, like, over ten times, so, and, you know, I'm still laughing at that, so, and yeah. Wayne's World, I mean. Yes. Oh, Wayne, oh, man. Wayne's that, World. That movie so older. That movie is not, solid. Not older. I'm sorry. Not old, old, but older. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh -huh. have, um, what's his name? Uh, he's Canadian. Mike Myers. My yes, Mike Myers. Shrek. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shrek. Oh, I love Talk Shrek. <laughs> so do I. Shrek is awesome. Now, getting to my top five, I guess. My number five would be Muddy Python and the Holy Grail. Doesn't matter how many times I watch it, I still find myself laughing so hard. Yeah, that movie I is... I can't breathe. That so. movie is definitely... It's legendary. Yeah. Um, number four would be Back to the Future. That's Good a one. comedy? I thought it was a sci-fi. Yeah. Explain yeah. that, Jeff. <laughs> Well, I think they classify it as a fantasy comedy. I think that's what it's classified as. Oh, okay. I mean, it is kind of goofy. I'm not, it, I'm like, not there's sure, no doubt. Like, it is, a, it is very goofy. Yeah, I, I laugh at it. I laugh yeah. at the jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, number three, the original Ghostbusters. Nice. I remember awesome. seeing those. Oh, that was pretty good, actually. Um, number two, Clerks 2. I would have had the original Clerks in there, but ever since I saw the second one, I just find myself laughing harder at the second one every time I watch it. Just so funny. And then the my number one is, because I've probably watched this one the most, is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, <laughs> yes. Thank you. It, Great that, choice. That's a good one. Yeah, It's just a classic that <laughs> yes. I, every, every time I watch it, even though I'm like, Mouthing along with what they're saying, I'm laughing as I do it. So uh, I love. I think I, I have a couple of like moments to stick out from that movie, especially the turkey, <laughs> the turkey scene, <laughs> the crunchy yeah. turkey, um, the radioactive stuff. I've always I always thought it was funny. <laughs> the sledding on the trash on the trash can lid. So My mom. Every time that scene happens, she 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 just starts laughing yeah. and laughs so hard that she like she can't breathe. That's how hard she laughs every single Christmas when we watch it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. So who's up next? I mean, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, go. Sure. 
Okay. Um, well, of course, like last week, Jeff, I was a bit of an overachiever, and <laughs> I have five honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> a countdown <laughs> to your top, a top five. Countdown to my top five. Well, see, this, it, well, see, this was pretty much it was like whatever popped in my head first because uh-huh. it's so hard for me to pick what my favorite comedies are. Right. Yeah. But, um, um, I'll tell you, I'll tell my honorable mentions now. A couple of are obscure for my top, but um, I have uh, Big. With Tom Hanks, I love that movie. I thought it was funny as hell. Um, in Bruges, which is a uh, it's a black comedy. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. it has Colin Farrell in it. Um, oh. It's actually really good. Uh, it came out about ten years ago. Um, I have Office Space. Oh my goodness! Just because I just I love Milton in that movie. Um, I have Tommy Boy. Oh yes. And then I have one that a lot of people hate, but I love it. Um, I have the Cable Guy as my last honorable mention. Yeah, that, was, right. um, that was underrated, big time. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I laugh every time I watch it. Um, now, for, for my number five, I have Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love go. that. I yeah. love that movie. I, I love Cop Eddie movie. Murphy. Me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> See, we're gonna get along. <laughs> just fine. Um, just, just fine. More than Justin, probably. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, for my number four, this this was I think it was Tom Hanks's directorial debut. Um, it's that that thing you do. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, for my third, I have Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ooh. Um, I think that's probably my second favorite John Hughes movie, next to Breakfast Club. Um, number two, this is a bit of an obscure one too. I don't know if you guys saw. It. I think it came out like the same weekend as Phantom Menace. It kind of got lost. Um, Bowfinger with uh, oh, Steve yeah. Martin and Eddie Murphy. Okay. Um, and my number one, um, ironically, also has Steve Martin, and it's Three Amigos. Nice, <laughs> nice. Okay, I don't know. I'll go. I don't know if I can get a top five. I just talk about my favorites. I don't think I can rank them over because they're just all great. Um, yeah. So I'll start with my favorite Will Ferrell ones. Which has got to be Talladega Nights and The Anchorman. Absolutely love those movies to death. I love uh, Talladega Nights. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, Talladega Nights is so good. Um, 21 or 22 Jump Street. Love them both. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. That one's funny. That one yeah. is. And then when you like, when he finds out, I don't know if it's, yeah, I think it's 22 or 21. And when the guy finds out he's sleeping with his boss and daughter. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh no yeah and then actually you know what this one may be my very favorite because it's really hard to beat would be friday oh that's ice cube yeah oh that, really that one oh my gosh i was just the entire the entire, i don't think i stopped laughing the entire movie i mean it was to me hilarious it was hilarious yeah. Because, I mean, I haven't seen it, like, towards, like, fairly recently, but, like, I don't know, maybe it's just because of, like, I don't know, like, kind of, like, the public school that I go to and just, like, the kids I'm usually around day to day. Like, it's, it was honestly, like, scarily relatable to, like, what I've, like, kind of witnessed and, like, been around. So, I don't know, it was just super hilarious to me. Super hilarious to me. And I don't know, it's just, I don't know, I think it's one of those movies that, like, that wasn't supposed to be good. It wasn't, like, they weren't trying to make it such a great movie. But it ended up just being this comedic gem, really. Yeah, that so, was a good one. Those would probably those would be my favorites, I guess. Oh, and oh, you can't forget Dumb and Dumber one and two. 
Oh, oh, I, I oh, like Dumb and you know Dumber. What? I was gonna name that in my top because oh my goodness. What? Oh, that movie. And the thing that <laughs> the thing that did make me laugh the hardest of all of those though was um believe it or not it was Star Wars Rebel season two. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, you are so lucky! I cannot jump through the screen. No, it's no, I'm kidding. I, I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. I cringed. Yeah. So. Oh boy! <laughs> Excuse me, Ezra. Whenever no, Ezra comes I, I don't know. back, the, just the the, the, the um the Inquisitors <laughs> using using the the lightsabers, whatever they are, as heli like helicopters. That that made me shrivel. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh. But no, when Jim Carrey's trying to like wipe the bug off the windshield and he's realizing it's in the inside I'm like oh my god this is unbelievable I, but, do, oh could you like Dumb and Dumber 1 or 2 better uh, I, I think I like 2 better I, you but, know but two, I, I, yeah yeah I would say it was a bit different though like the ending I'm like okay yeah like, yeah um <laughs> I, I think like it's very it's not very often like I, I say that I mean we always say the sequels aren't better than the originals but I find that to be true more often than not um, I, I don't know I really really liked the, the n number two a lot maybe even a little bit more than the original one which is really saying something because the first one was amazing but the second one really gives it a run for its money so yeah oh okay so. I don't really have honorable mentions, but I do have four or five. So, uh, Bad Boys 1 and 2. Oh, yes. That is just super hilarious. Just, just over the top. Yes. This is going to be rich coming from me, but Jackass 3. <laughs> <laughs> Love the beginning of a high five. I just can't get over that. He's like, high five, bam! <laughs> um, then Shrek. Who doesn't love your favorite ogre? And then, <laughs> and then my spirit animals, the minions from This Will Me One, Two, Three, and Minions. Because right. I mean, come on! If you're not following me on Twitter and you, if you, like, you truly don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> minions are my spirit animals. Oh, speaking of, um, you're going back to Jackass, I think my favorite, um, Johnny Knoxville, is, he's kind of the leader of that group, right? Um, yeah. I yeah. think my favorite production by him is uh, Bad Grandpa. I was going to say the Grandpa? He's yeah. He's going to have a new movie come out, and it's like something about a, like, um, a fair, or something like Canada's Wonderland, except really, really crappier. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, he's babysitting this kid, and he's flashbacking to that, telling the story. Uh-huh. Oh. So, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Should be. I, but I, I love Bad Grandpa, though. I mean, that's another great comedy. Honorable mention, I guess we should say. Bad Grandpa. I laughed probably more than I should have at that movie, but <laughs> I found it hilarious, so... Bad boys, though, like, um, it, it just doesn't matter what the scenario is. Martin Lawrence will figure out some way to just nitpick, but do it funny. Yeah. 
because when his uh, girl, uh, daughter's boyfriend came over, he's oh like, Oh my god, I love that scene. Like, who are you? Yeah. No way you're that age. You look like you're 30. <laughs> he's like, you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Good times. That's a great scene. I love that. And then, the, uh, never mind. I won't talk about that scene. <laughs> a little slightly inappropriate, but that's okay. I think everyone knows what I'm talking about in, in one at the house climbing up the pipes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I guess that kind of covers our. I mean, that was like a short and sweet geek cave. I mean, but, you know, it was yeah. a good countdown. Do you, anything else? You guys? Yes. Uh, anything happen? Yes. Krypton. Who watched it? I know Jeff did. Yes, I did. That was epic. It was. It was actually better than I expected, so. What is yeah, it? Is I haven't Krypton? seen it yet. Yeah. yeah, Krypton. Is it like a kind of like a Superman uh, spinoff show? It's not spinoff. Well, it's like, it's I think like... it's his grandfather, isn't it? It's yeah. Wouldn't Sega. that be a spinoff? Not spinoff. I like a prequel. A prequel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, basically, it's uh, the story of Superman's grandfather. And he's fighting for justice, and he's like fighting to get his their place back into uh, ranks. Ranks is like. It all, like I look at Krypton like Mandalore almost because you got the houses and now you got ranks too so it's kind of like reminding me criticize all you want Tristan that Sabine when she comes home it's like her family is not ranked but it's still a house right okay yeah they actually show the beginning of it they have um Actually, Superman's grandfather. Oh, this is going to get confusing. Okay, no, his, his great great grandfather. Yeah, his great great grandfather's on trial. And they actually show him ripping off the House of L crest off of their uniforms and de ranking them. Hmm. Huh. So along the way, somewhere, they got their rank back. We just don't know how yet. Yeah. Should make for a good watch. Is that is that anything similar to Gotham? Have you any of you watched Gotham? Um, nah, I haven't I, seen anything of it. I have not yet yeah. caught up on Gotham. Was it was it good or was it bad? Well, Gotham. Uh huh. I like the first season. Okay. So, cool. Um, I just haven't. I'm halfway through the second season right now. So yeah. As far as TV goes, I am just inching. I really actually just did the devote and really get into it but uh, besides the walking dead which is ongoing which i watched which i'm behind i need to catch up so no spoilers please <laughs> um um J jason but uh i'm started just started to watch uh um, oh, he, Kiki. Oh, no no, no i know he like he just he just keeps up with it like i do so i just like you know uh, anyways um i just um i've been starting to watch a uh, Peaky blinders i don't know if you guys have heard about that show it's on mm -hmm. netflix yeah. it's it's kind of like think of like um I'm trying to think. It's like, oh, I'm trying to. Th that's kind of hard way to describe it. Okay, think of Stands of Anarchy, but set in England in the 1920s, right after World oh, War okay. One. Okay. Okay. It, it's really good. It's like it's like a, like a gang, like an English gang, 
um, that are like it's and it's just about like kind of like their you know everything that happens to them just like it does with Sons of Anarchy. So it's really good. It's I I just need to like get into it and just start like knock a couple episodes out just to like get myself into it. But yeah, it's, it's just started watching that. Uh, Tristan, the reason why Jeff and I laughed when you said no spoilers, Jason, is because <laughs> I inadvertently, because I assumed that people had been watching it like I had been and been all caught up. Uh, I inadvertently spoiled a death on The Walking Dead on uh, to Jeff, and he's like, what? So-and-so died? I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. It's been voting <laughs> since, like, the mid-season. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I felt horrible. <laughs> oh, was, was it the, the big one? The big one. Oh, yeah, the big one. No, <laughs> and that is a big one. Oh man! Yeah, see, I know. So I, I felt bad. Huh? I said I'm further behind than you. Oh, I'm only I'm an episode behind. Yeah. So. See, I'm I'm long I'm way back before the mid season. Okay. Oh, Tristan, this last episode is awesome. You're gonna love it. Okay, sweet, sweet. I it's I will say I'm really starting to like enjoy or appreciate. Maybe not like, but at least, like I said, enjoy and appreciate the character of Simon. Recently. Yeah. Like, with what he did to um, to the junkyard, or whatever they call it. That yeah. was like, like, oh, oh, he's in this now. <laughs> like, he is, he is, like, going to be kind of on a, a path, a very, very set path now. Uh-huh. To, I thought like, oh my of course gosh. we can't really can't really delve into it. Yeah, I know. You know. I want Jeff, to though. Just a talk little behind. So much, but, uh, you know what, you know what, Jeff? It's that's that's your fault. Let's just spoil it. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told Jason it was my fault. I still no, felt kidding. bad. No, it's 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 okay. But okay, my my parents. I think my mom is more interested in getting back into it than like my my dad is. But they're like, I think the governor just died. I think that's where I'm at. I'm just like, oh my gosh, you don't even know. You don't even, you know, know what is about to happen. But, uh, yeah. They are so far behind. Gosh, was that season three, season four-ish? Yeah, season three, I think. Because season six was the first season at Alexandria, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Season seven is Negan, season eight is the continuation of Negan, so... Yeah. Garbage show. Walking dead. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. You can, J- Jason's going to turn. <laughs> he's he's going to join me. <laughs> no, it's just I don't actually, you know what? This is ironic coming from me, but I like to play zombies, but I don't like watching zombies. I like zombies. to see them. You know. And for me, like, I just just can't sit and watch because it's like, where's my gun? Oh, wait, no. (laughs) So I have to, like, just watch with no gun. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Like, for me, like, the biggest thing about The Walking Dead, like, yeah, like, the zombies aspect is there, and and I like it. But for me, like, I get the most out of, like, how humans, like, and how, like, civilization works after, like, a post apocalyptic situation. And, like, and how, like, different human way. groups, like, interact with each other. I, I just find it interesting on The Walking Dead's take. I think it very well will be. I think it'll be, if it ever were to happen, it would be very violent. It would be very power-hungry. So You ain't kidding. So I think there is a little bit of a, actually a kind of a realistic element there, personally. I think I'd end up like Carl. <laughs> oh. I will be honest about that. 
I will be dead honest. I think I'll be like Carl. Are you caught up with The Walking Dead? Like, do you know like what's happened recently? Of course I know what's going on. I okay, mean, it's okay. not, I'm immune to the show. I mean, I don't like watch it, watch it. I just catch up the clips, watch the news articles. Okay, right. I was gonna say, yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't know if you know like what's happened. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Or, like I know really what happened. Up like Carl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Uh, I'm pretty sure I end up like him. Yeah. Just like suffer. And then you someone get shot in the eye first. You... No, no, no. <laughs> I don't want that. But someone says, uh. New new plot twist. Carl didn't shoot himself, and they let him run away, and they find the cure, and then they give it to him after. <laughs> no, they killed off one of the, like, in my opinion, Carl's, like, easily relatable, because he's young. Now they killed off that, that young man, and now it's like, who are we going to look to that we can relate? Cause Carl's around just in my age, so... And no, yeah. the little girl doesn't count because that's not my age. <laughs> <laughs> I think right now my favorite character in The Walking Dead is either got to be... Okay, I really like Ezekiel. He's... Oh, I really like Ezekiel. Um, and I still... Rip, rip his tiger. <laughs> I don't know uh, if that's... Yes. Yeah, that, was, that was... I, I was absolutely furious with that episode. <laughs> um... I really like him. I mean, I really, I mean, Negan, I mean, come on. Talk about a really, really good villain. Oh, yeah. Gosh, he's such a good villain. You love the hate. He's it's a villain, just... though. You said he's a villain. I mean, come on. Think about it. There's always two sides to a story, like Sith and Jedi. They think that they're the I, good guys. I think anyone that takes away your right to a gun is a villain. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. But that was a light bulb moment. Because it's not like they're integrating them into, like, an equal, you know, society. Like, no, like, you are becoming a slave, basically, for us. And if you don't do as we say, we're going to kill you. So I, I kind of view that as, like, villain, villainous. But... Well, if they're offering protection, I mean, that's what soldiers say. Are they, though? They do they, do they? I mean, it's not like they have armed guards surrounding their community. No, they come to get food and they leave. There's, like, no protection. Protection from what? At this point, everyone knows how to survive and you know, keep themselves isolated from zombies. The only huge threat is, like, is other humans. And then if you're unarmed and another group even comes in, or heck, if the saviors come in, I mean, they can just, like they did at the garbage. Oh, never mind, never mind. I, I, I'm, I'm getting, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't yeah, spoil I was like, oh, man, I'm teetering, yeah, I'm yeah, teetering. Yeah. I was like, an just amazing like, example. Just like, please stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> You guys have to shut up if it, looks, if it looks like I'm about to ruin something. I think I barely caught myself there, but... Anyways. Yeah, that, that's Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you guys have anything else? You guys want to talk about or go over? I think we're, I mean, we're approaching the one-hour mark, so we hit a great time. Yeah. Uh, Ezra, live, Thrawn, does it. <laughs> that's, that's a theory. <laughs> No, it's not theory. <laughs> I, I don't see how anyone could survive, Jedi or not, in like forces or not. I just don't see anyone could survive like a direct, open cockpit, quite literally, jump to hyperspace. But oh well, they said that they did. So have faith in him. 
I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, I, I just don't see how that's possible. How could someone survive jumping to light speed in the vacuum of space without getting, like, ripped to shreds? Dang said so. Trust in Dave. <laughs> he oh, said that Thrawn and Ezra probably live, but he's not willing to explore the story yet. Which I would really wish he would, because I don't like when tax like, little ticks of how many days he's keeping track of until I find out where he is. I think Dave Filoni's on to bigger and better things at this point. He is, yeah, dare you. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't he going to be part of, like, the or has something to do with the new live-action show? I don't know. Or is he doing, or is he doing another animated one? I'm just, I'm I think he's doing another animated one. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. it's another animated I'm praying... Fingers crossed that it's got something to do with Ahsoka and Sabine. That's Please. what I'm hoping too. Yeah. That's what we talked about last week, Jeff. Yeah, that's what I'm really but hoping. Everyone's expecting that, so and Dave usually pulls the unexpected and you're like disappointed at the end, I'm like, ah. So I'm trying to keep an open mind because I just don't want to set myself up for disappointment. <laughs> I personally would prefer something like new and fresh, something we've never seen before from both shows. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we get. We gotta be patient and wait. Yep. It's funny because Kyle knows me so well when he, he posted something on the Tumbling Saber page and I'm like, oh, I like this. And he's like, no, it's not about Ezra M. I'm like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just knows me that well. Yeah. Well, I think that i mean that's probably going to wrap it up um of course i will take another footnote the first formula one race is if uh, it's the first grand prix first weekend of the season race is coming up here at midnight my time so you know wonderful australian time zones getting giving me a, <laughs> a midnight premiere for formula one which is i guess kind of cool i'll probably drink a red bull and hang out with some buddies and watch the race but anyways yep. um yeah, that concludes another great episode. Thank you so much, and for coming on. That, that, yes, was, that, thank was, that you. was really good discussion, actually. That was yeah. really nice. Um, thank pleasure. you for being such an awesome guest. And uh, I am awesome. You are not, because you just don't like that. <laughs> yes, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just the troll under the bridge. I realize that. I'm, you I'm are just the a mean troll. troll. Oh hater. my goodness! I can't wait until I like find your Twitter and I just like keep on adding <laughs> you trolls, uh, rebels. <laughs> It'll be in the show notes, so if you want to go back when this episode's up, and you can track down my Twitter from there. <laughs> or you can probably find I'm sure it's somewhere within the realm of Jeff Jason's and the Canto Cast's Twitter. Yeah. But, uh, well, I have my personal one, and then I have my, like, I don't know, my Star Wars one, too. So let's see yeah. which one you find first. Yeah, you can <laughs> Thankfully, though, my, my personal, I made it private temporarily <laughs> because of all this, like, college... Shall Social media Sound? controversy. I don't have anything bad. I just don't feel like dealing with it. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna make this private and forget about it. Because a, I don't even use Twitter to like tweet on my personal hardly any at all. And b, I, I don't know. I just make most of my social media accounts private because I just don't. I don't know. I, I like a little bit of regulation on like, you know, who is looking into my personal life. But yeah. that's just me. Anyway, anyways, okay. that that was that was a completely pointless couple's paragraph I just said. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you guys, and we this is episode twenty seven, right, or twenty six? It's yep. one of those two. One it's of those two. 
We'll figure it out. Thank you guys so Actually, much for listening. Got, I got an announcement. So, interesting. You're going to cringe at this. So, um, <laughs> so uh, if people aren't aware, I uh, it was like a couple weeks ago, I hosted the finale on Twitch with my live stream. So, I was going to do a... Um, like, remembering Rebels Walk Down Memory Lane. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do that on the weekends, if anyone is interested. Uh, as in, for the dates, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it start next weekend. I'm oh, hoping cool. to aim for a Friday or Saturday. Yes, Tristan, cringe all you want. I hear that. That's silent. <laughs> I, I have no comment. That, that's fine. I mean, if, I mean, that's great. If you want to do that, do it. It's, it's... You need to join. And then we can turn you. <laughs> you rebel lover. I, I don't. I honestly, I don't think I would personally join that. I don't want to be the, the, the negative, the negative, you know, sour, thing bringing bringing the show down. So, because you cannot convince me otherwise. So, like I said, uh, so when my the the time I start to the time I end is like it'll be every weekend, hopefully. Um, cool. I'm, so okay. I'm twenty. Come on now. I there's a chance that I could be going out. Oh yeah, no, definitely no. I I, I know how that is. I, I'm, I'm actually turning eighteen in less than two weeks. So Woo-hoo. I think uh, a couple of me and my other eighteen-year-old buddies may go, you know, do eighteen-year-old things that you do when you just turn eighteen. So <laughs> you know, fun stuff. That was that was so long ago for me. I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> it either. Good. I probably good. didn't do anything. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I, I won't say. There's no reason to, really. But uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And I'm M. And this has been the Kanto Cast. May the Force be with you. Always. I was going to say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I dare you. You stole my line. You know, I always told Kyle, make sure you say that at the end. It's very important. Uh, doesn't remember. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the Canto Cast. May, May the, the force, force be, be with, with you. you.